Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Big Blue Insider is on. News Radio 630 WLAP and the iHeartRadio app. To interact with the show, call us at 859-280-2287. That's 859-280-CATS. Or you can tweet us at BigBlueInsider1. Now, here's Dick Gabriel. Oh, no, 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 no. Not today. No Dick Gabriel today. He is off for the week. So the celebrity, not celebrity, the relief pitcher, guest host, Spinny Wheel begins tonight with Ryan Lemon in the big chair, Dick Gabriel off, and I've got some good co-hosts for me tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, the original number 18, the heart and pride of Cumberland High School in Harlan County, the big dog, Freddie Maggard, in the house tonight. How are you, Freddie? How are you doing, buddy? I've had a really good day, Ryan Well, it's going to get even better. I really have. Well, good for you. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, I was listening to music all the way over here. What'd you Uh, listen to? Eric B. and Rockin'. I have no idea, Billy, who he just Good said. Good selection, uh, Freddie. I love it. Okay, we'll play some today, Billy. The Scorpions so we can hear rock it. you like a hurricane. Oh, no, that's a good song. Now we're talking. Listen, yes, me, that's a good Chris song. Hernandez, Lance Jones, eighth grade, went to the Scorpions concert in Knoxville. No way. You know who opened up for him? Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Yes. And they had like uh-huh. a, a beach towel for a sign that said Bon Jovi <laughs> on the back. I mean, they were nobody. Yeah. And the only song they had was She's a Little Runaway. Yes. That, yeah. Well, that was their first album. Yeah. So, She's yeah. a Little Runaway. Yeah. Quiet Riot. Oh, yeah. Come on, feel the noise. Absolutely. Yeah. Girls, rock your boys. I'm ready to roll, man. Well, we got the same music selection. Yeah. Billy, so it's up to you now to play it for the rest of the show so Freddie and I can jam out to our 80s music vibes all right we can make that happen all right that is billy r sports billy rutledge he's running the show you want to call in you can talk to billy 859-280-2287 859-280-2287 billy how you doing tonight i'm doing good ryan i'm glad to be on well we're gonna have a good show and it may even get better we're we're efforting a couple special guests and as of right now at this moment freddie i don't have either one of them uh, we'll be all right <laughs> me, me and you can hold this down we can do yeah, it yeah uh, but we're going to try to get a couple of guests because this is going to be a football-filled edition of Big Blue Insider. It has to be, has right? It has to be, yeah. I it's mean, time. media day, fan day. Fan day was Saturday. Yeah. And today, the official first day of fall camp. So, it, we got to get into the football think, yeah. thick of things. Fan, uh, fan day had open practice, so we finally got to see the team. Okay, that's where we're going to start. Okay. You were there. Yes. I was not. Yeah. I was in a gym all day. Billy, did you go? I did not, Ryan. I just got back oh. from Colorado. That's right. Billy told us he was all over Colorado. Yeah. Boulder, Denver, Colorado Springs. Yeah. I saw Guns N' Roses at Maha Stadium. In, oh, did in you Denver, really? Colorado. I did. But Billy drove there. Oh, no. No. I didn't do uh-uh, Billy. No. Yeah, drove of he 20 isn't. hours to get altitude sickness is what my vacation yeah. consisted of. Yeah, I said you had a bad case of altitude sickness. Yeah, so I'm sorry, I. man. Yeah, yeah that's when no joke. There. No joke. Yeah. Don't wish it upon my worst enemies. Are you better now to run the show? You got to run the ship tonight. Oh, I'm. I'll be fine, ready to go tonight, Ryan. All right. So open practice. Yeah. Let's just go. I'll just throw you. I'm going to throw you a soft one. 
Okay. What was your biggest takeaway from what you saw at open practice? Well, Ryan, it's, it's like this, man. You know how people get overly excited at, at, at madness during the dunk contest? Oh, yeah. Same way. You can't take anything from what UK did. Okay. Saturday. One, it was their second day in practice. Yeah. Two, they were in helmets only, so it wasn't really football. Uh, they wasn't hidden. Uh-huh. The biggest takeaway that I got was Josh Pascal. Really? Yes. I, I know he's been around for a long time. Yeah. But he looked more sudden. He looked more twitchy. He was burst. He had a quick burst, and he was really moving out there. And that caught my eye more no than kidding. anything through the whole, throughout the whole practice. Yeah. Well, you know, you've talked a lot about you know, we lost. they lost so much talent on the defensive line, and you're yeah. like, you're high on these guys coming back. Pascal's kind of the leader of the group yeah. here. So, you, you feel good about him? What I he's feel able good to about do. him. Uh, uh, McCall was not practicing. But Justin Rogers, there's not much of a drop-off from one to two at nose tackle. Yeah. Defensive tackle, they got a bunch of them. Abuli, Abali, Fitzgerald, uh, uh, Oxendine, all those guys. They got a bunch to rotate through. Nobody's going to have solidified. That's going to be one of the key competitions throughout camp is defensive tackle. To, and, and on the offensive side, the competition that I see – Number one is who's going to be the second team running back. Uh, Juton McLean played really well in the scrimmage, but again, it was just a it was, it was not the scrimmage, but the practice. Yeah, Kwasi Smoke didn't practice much; he wasn't out there. So McLean got a lot of reps. I really like Lavelle Wright from North Harden. Yeah, the reason being in that outside zone run scheme, Wright has excellent vision and cutback ability. Is what you have to have in that run scheme to to get yards. So I like those two. But but Josh Pascal was, in my opinion. I know everybody wants to talk quarterbacks, and we'll get into that, sure. I'm sure. But Josh Pascal jumped out at me more than anything else. Well, you mentioned a couple topics then. Okay, so for defensive line, yeah, you mentioned Oxidine as a possible starter. Dude, yeah. that's a big jump from high school to the SEC, yeah, but you is. think he can do it. Well, Isaiah Gibson's in there uh, who had a really good spring, but he wasn't at practice. That's another one. So there's going to be a rotation. And what, what the big but Oxendine's in it. He's in it. What the Big Blue Nation needs to understand is Anwar Stewart is one heck of a defensive line coach. He comes from the Pete Jenkins defensive line coaching tree from LSU uh, that, that, that has developed some great coaches. So last year, under the radar, Anwar Stewart developed two pros or helped develop two pros, yeah. Quentin Bohanna and Phil Hoskins. This year he's going to have two more, most likely, McCall and Josh Pascal. So he's a really good teacher of the game and developer of talent, but he's going to have to find some guys in that first rotation that that can make plays, and that, that's a big story for fall camp for me. Now, when you were describing Josh Pascal, you said he was twitchy. Yeah. What the heck does that mean? I've never Bouncy. heard it. He, he's sudden. Everything he does, he does with a burst, and he's really quick. Uh, just It's a fancy word to say athletic. Okay. Uh, everything he did – when I watch the – and I'm weird. I watch a lot of the offensive line. I watch a lot of the defensive line because that's where you win football games. Understanding as a quarterback, when you don't have pads on, not a lot you can get to, you know, evaluation Yeah, right. Same way with the line. But but when Josh Pascal was going through the drills, it was different than anybody else on the, on the defense. It stood out just going yeah. through the drills. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that was your biggest takeaway. Yeah. Because you flipped to the running back side a little bit. Yeah. And you mentioned two guys that when Coach Stoops was on KSR with us on Friday – he singled out Lavelle Wright and McLean, yeah. both of them. Yeah, well, I, it, there's the, the string of running backs that Kentucky has produced during the Stoops era is going to continue with those two. 
uh, you know, quietly, A.J. Rose finished top ten in program history in rushing. Never never would have thought that. Yeah. So, when that stat came out, I'm like, really? Benny Snell, Boom Williams, Chris Rodriguez, Jr. Now you've yeah. got McLean and Wright back there. So, that line of, uh, of running backs is going to continue. The two best position groups, and it's not even close, offensive line and running back. No kidding. You know, I wrote a piece about Kentucky could run the ball more than people think. Yeah. And there's a couple reasons for that. What do you what, what is already established? What is already ingrained in these players' minds? It's running the football. Right. What are your two best position groups? Offensive line, and running back. Who are your two best offensive players? Chris Rodriguez Jr., Darren Kennard. So there's going to be some run. I think Kentucky will eventually run will be 60-40 run to pass, and that's where it needs to be to be balanced. Kentucky does not need to average 400 yards passing per game, and it's not going to. This is not the air raid, but if Kentucky can sneak from last to 7-8th in the SEC and passing around 240 yards per game, that will help the running game, and that's where Kentucky needs to be balanced because there's going to be a lot of play action and bootleg. But in order for that to be effective, you have to establish a run game. So, and we just brought in Liam Cohen, Yeah. his new offense. They said they're going to pass the ball more. Yeah. So fans are expecting that. Yeah. But yet, like you just said, our strength is running the game. You yeah. don't want to go away from that. So – Will fans be disappointed? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Let's just look at the schedule, all right? Louisiana Monroe. How many touches Chris Rodriguez is going to have, all right? Kentucky's going to beat them badly. I'm yes. just going to go ahead and say it. Okay. With that, with Kentucky likely jumping out to a lead, what are the Cats going to do for the second half of the game? Throw it. <laughs> Run the football, right? <laughs> with the other guys. With the other guys. Yeah. So, you can see more runs there. But Kentucky's still going to throw the football. When I say uh, it's going to be still 60-40, Kentucky only averaged 20 attempts a game last year. Maybe. You know, Kentucky averaged 121 pass yards per game. Last in the SEC, 122nd in the nation, just above the academies. So, an increase to uh, just to be average in the SEC is going to be significant. Yeah. So, Kentucky is going to throw the football. But – Right now, it can run the ball really well. The run game was way ahead of the pass game from the practice that I saw. So, I had to get to started. This is what we're going to get to do tonight, Billy. We're just going to get, get Freddie just get down and dirty with all the football stuff that he saw and what he expects this year. So, if you're a football fan, Billy, this is your show tonight. Oh, I love it. I love it. Who can we have any better than Freddie Maggart breaking the U.K. roster? Breaking it down. Before it's over, Billy, he will tell us the breakdown on the Kentucky long snapper. All right? Just – just. <laughs> Yeah, I was actually timing the, the process from long snapper to holder to kick during the practice. And how was it? It was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, Chance Poor. Because we got, it, we got a new, new, uh, holder. new holder. Chance Poor, uh, the same snapper. Okay. Yeah, and Matt Ruffalo is the same kicker, but with a new holder. Right. I, I, wanted, I timed it with my phone, and it was good. So, who's the holder this year? Chance Poor. Oh, he's the holder this yeah, year. Yeah, Max Duffy was last year. Yeah. Chance Poor is now. Okay. Or he was during practice. All right. He is Freddie Maggard, and he is Mr. Football. 859-280-2287. 859-280-CATS. Please call. Get in. A lot of football. I still don't know if we got our special guest yet, though. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, okay. There's a chance at 730, Billy. We may get our first. See, Cole's big time now, man. Yeah. Used to, I'd just text him and be like, hey, man, I need you to do, you know. See, he's on ESPN, SEC Network. Well, he says he'll try 730. Kids might disrupt. So, he's blaming his kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the start of 
this is the last time we're ever going to get him on this show. <laughs> so maybe Cole Kublick at 7.30 later in the show. A lot of football. Stick around. We'll be right back here on Big Blue Insider. This is the home of the Wildcats. 6.30 WLAP. This ain't nothing but sweat inside my hands. Okay, so, so this, this is your people? Yeah. Who is this? Eric B. and Rakim. Oh, you didn't hear you. Say it again. Eric B. and Rakim. Put that mic a little closer. Something going on. Yeah, you got there we go. Yeah. You know, we grew up in the same era. Yeah. And I've never heard this. Really? Billy knows him? Everybody knows him, right? Who is it? Eric B. and Rakim. Eric B. and Rakim. 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 And this is what you're listening to. Yeah. The song is the same name as the album, Brian. Paid in Full. Which is Paid in Full. That's right. Oh, wow. All right, Ryan Lemon, Freddie Maggard, and Billy Rutledge. Billy R Sports here on this edition of Big Blue Insider, this Manic Monday edition of Big Blue Insider. Manic Monday. Yeah. Who, who sang that? The Bangles. The Bangles. Susanna Hoff. Bow, chicka, bow, bow. <laughs> That's how they say the Bengals where I'm from. Uh-huh. The Bengals. The Bengals. Yeah. Uh, we'll take your calls, 859-280-2287. A lot of football talk. Got a couple guys who called in want to talk to you, Freddie. So, who we got first, Billy? We'll go to Andy. Andy, my man Andy. What up, Andy? Hey, what's going on, Ryan? Freddie, Billy? How are you? How you hey, doing? how are you? Good to hear from you, Andy. What do you got for us? Hey, uh, just uh, throw a couple football things out there. Uh, Freddie, since he's seen the practice now, uh, who do you feel like is going to step up and be the third wide receiver behind uh, Josh Alley and Wondell? That is a great question, Andy, and a a topic that's going to be discussed and under the microscope again for for Kentucky. Uh, Isaiah Epps is the veteran; you you would expect that, but uh, we'll see. I mean, the, the depth chart behind Wondell and Josh. And I wrote about that today in the story about DeKell. Yeah, Crowdus. I want to get into that too. Uh, the, depth, the depth chart between, behind those two is very fluid. It is there for the taking for young receivers like DeKell, Chris Lewis, Chauncey Magwood, Donut, Drennan. There's so many players that could compete for that. You know, that, that's, that's something when we, talk, when we talk about, okay, Kentucky's going to throw the ball more. That's great. But you're going to have to, uh, to have to – establish a rotation of receivers that can impact, that can influence a defense to get out of the back pedal, that can influence a defense to not stack the box against the run. So that's who's going to, who it's going to be. I don't know, but that, that's a big question going into this season for me. Good question. Probably the biggest question of this team right now is yeah. quarterback, I think, is going to be okay, but the pass catchers. What's your second question then, Andy? Uh, my second question is just kind of a – concern I guess that every team's going to have and I'm just wondering how we're how we're doing and looking on this I know they try to keep it a little under wraps but uh how are we doing have you heard anything on about everyone getting vaccinated you know with the concern of the middle of the season some uh a break coming out and you know if it does we'll know who you know is not because they won't be playing of the yeah. COVID outbreak, and I just, I just don't want that to happen mid-season. We're five and zero, and here we go into who is it we got in the sixth game, like LSU or somebody, then we have that kind of problem. All right, Andy, appreciate it, buddy. We'll talk to you in the morning, hey, probably. You thanks. Take it easy. Thanks, All right, Andy. thanks, Andy. Do you have any updates? I've not heard. No. The one thing is what you know, Coach Stoop said it was it media day, where he said they would be at the eighty percent mark by yeah. kickoff, and by it's, first it's a game. Personal decision. It is. Yeah. But he made he sounded pretty matter of factly. We'll be at our eighty percent by yeah. first game. 
I just read where Ole Miss went to 100% today. They did. Yeah. Well, Lane Kiffin, I guess he said yesterday or today that, you know, he made some pretty strong comments about his thoughts about vaccination and made, yeah. made it pretty clear his team was going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, that That's – I've got so much going on with evaluating the players and, and projecting. <laughs> yeah. You know the offense, the defense, position previews. I, I should have, I should pay more attention, but I've just not. It's, I've not had time to look at it. We're going to get into the decal stuff here in a little bit, your article. But I want to get Roy on before we get to a break. Roy, what do you got for us? I'm excited to get to speak to Freddie. I listened to all of his podcasts, and I got two questions. Well, thank what, you, Roy. What is the intangible? You're welcome. What is the intangibles for a starting quarterback that you think of? And secondly, the six-six guy that transferred in from Michigan State, I think he's Trevon Wallace. Morgan. Have you seen anything? Have you have you seen anything out of Trevon Morgan? I, I saw him practice. He is a he is his size is 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 noticeable. Uh, it's going to take him some time. He's coming back from injury and transfer. So I'd like to see him week two or three of fall camp to see where he is. As far as intangibles for a starting quarterback. Let's just talk about the intangibles that this team is going to need, this 2021 Kentucky football team. It's going to need an accurate quarterback that can effectively run and execute an offense that is going to be heavy on play, action, pass, and bootleg. Uh, I think that I know the, the deep shot, the vertical shots are very important, and we're going to have to see that, again, to loosen that defense up a little bit. But accuracy in the intermediate game, is something that I do project with Kentucky. And I say that because of the tight end position. It was a concern when Keaton Upshaw went down. Right. After seeing Isaiah Cummings and Jordan Dingle operate in that passing system with Kentucky has a heavy emphasis on two, two uh, multiple tight ends, I think the tight end position is just fine. Actually, it could be a strength of the team. So a quarterback's going to have to be accurate. A quarterback's going to have to make good decisions. And a quarterback's going to be able to have to move the chains. But with that is confidence and trust of your teammates, and, and those are not easy to get. I mean, your teammates have to trust you in the huddle and have to have confidence in you making the right decisions on every snap. Roy, you got anything else? Yeah, thank you, Freddie. I'll be looking forward to your next podcast. Have a thank great you. day. Thanks, thank you, Roy. Roy. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm like you about the tight end. When Upshaw got hurt, you're yeah. thinking, oh, boy. But yeah. then you realize Riggs is back for like his 12th year. Yeah. The Bates kid that are really high on – 6'5", 255. Really high on him. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And then I, moving Isaiah Cummings there seems yeah. to have worked. Yeah, same with Jordan Dingo, <laughs> true freshman out of Bowling Green. Uh, he impressed me during during the open practice. Uh, Vince Merrill has been adamant about Justin Rigg being a pro, and, and he is – I will say this, Justin Rigg is the best online – blocking tight end in the SEC. He, he, has, the, he has the capability of influencing the pass game. I'll be, I'll be looking forward or anxious to see how he develops in this Cohen system with multiple tight ends. But, but Cummings and Dingle looked the part on Saturday, and I came away very impressed by those two guys. And, and one thing, Vince Merrill gets a lot of credit for recruiting, but he's also a teacher of the game of football, and those guys will benefit under his tutelage as well as C.J. Conrad. All right. After I finally got the chance to breathe. You all right, man? I got all choked up talking about the tight ends. I know. I'm sorry. Well, it's exciting. It's an exciting position. It is. Of course, they're, <coughs> they promise every year they're going to throw to the tight ends. Well, on Saturday, that, that was an emphasis. It was an emphasis to get the ball to the tight end because 
that Cohen Pro NFL system uh, is is heavy on multiple tight end sets and personnel groupings. Did you watch the uh, Olympic basketball team win gold the other night? I did not. I made it to about halftime. I did. They started the game at ten thirty. I got I got a whole opinion on the Olympics. Well, we'll get to that then. Yeah. Yeah, I stayed up, watched about about halftime, then fell asleep. I couldn't make any farther. Yeah. All right, there it is. There's the Bengals. Manic Monday edition of Big Blue and Sire. Ryan and Freddie and Billy will take your calls. 859-280-2287. We come back on Big Blue Insider. You're listening to Big Blue Insider with Dick Gabriel on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Picture a young me, strong mullet game. Banging my head to this. Absolutely. This, this is a headbanger song right here. Knoxville Civic Center. Wow. Good good stuff, Chris man. Chris Hernandez, Lance Jones, and myself. You guys were trouble. Yeah. You guys were trouble. Yeah, we were. Cumberland finest down there. That's right. Welcome back. Ryan Lemon. we got Freddie Maggard, the original number 18, and Billy R. Sports in the house. A couple things we hit on just right before the break, so I want to bring them out and get, them, get you on. You said, what was your feelings about the Olympics? They were too confusing for me. <laughs> and I you lo- mean where to watch them? Yes. I love the Olympics. I mean, that that's – I love it. Every four years, that's that's my time. But they were on – I only have cable. I don't know how to do – what do you do? Stream. I don't know how to do all that. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it was NBC. Yeah. And it would say rowing, walking, 400-meter medley, swimming, diving. I mean, if I'd have had a schedule – to know which channel to go to when. The yeah. only time I was ac- I was accurate is when everybody on Twitter was talking about when Sydney was going to run. Okay. And I love that. That was that was so fun to yeah. watch. Yeah. So you you knew where to go and yeah, when, to go. To go, when to go. Was, you saw it on social media. Everything. I mean, it, it was too hard. <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't be hard for people, you know, in the older age group that yeah. we're in now. So it was just it was just a nightmare well, it, trying it, to track it, it all down. And in fact, it was you know in Tokyo, the live events, the good live events were at midnight and i just i, yeah, I, I just can't, yeah. I can't do that yeah. yeah so i guess we're showing our age a little bit but it, it was just too complicated i mean just give me a schedule and tell me how and where to watch so billy i guess you being the young whippersnapper you were able to figure it out and watch all of it um i wouldn't say all of it because it's a lot right i mean it seems like it's it's always on to some degree but i think nbc has just kind of forced us to watch their primetime coverage no matter what event we liked so i was i've done that over the past couple I enjoyed the marathon swimming. I thought that was fascinating. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, that, that 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 was cool. Women's basketball. I love watching that team play. Yeah, yeah, uh, they won the gold also. Yeah. But when I was a kid growing up, my first love was boxing. That that's I had the the black gloves with the white tips. You yeah, to using the Olympics. Uh-huh. I can remember uh, Teofilo Stevenson. Oh the yeah, Cuban Cuba. Boxer. Yeah, and I grew up with that Spinks and that whole. Uh-huh. That's, that was my youth. So. Yeah. I love the Olympics. It just it was just tough, man. It was it was a little complicated for me. Well, big Olympics for the University of Kentucky. Absolutely. What did they come away with? Ten? Twelve. Oh, was it was it end up twelve? I think it was twelve. Twelve yeah. medals. I mean it's phenomenal. Yeah. That they as a university had more than like countries like yeah. France or And I wanted to watch the basketball because for the first time in decades I watched the NBA playoffs and, and fell in love with it again. Uh really enjoyed that. Yeah. And I was you know, I was fired up to watch that, and it was just – it was complicated, man. Yeah. Uh, okay, the other thing we're going to need to re-go back on, you just wrote an article on Dekel Crowdis. I did. Uh, you and I were talking off the air. I mean, Epps has that spot right now as a starter. Yeah. But he better 
he better do the job because DeKell is right behind him ready to yeah, take that I, spot. I, I was really impressed talking to DeKell on media day. Uh, a freshman, sometimes they can be a little nervous when they're behind uh, the microphone uh, yeah. interviews. But he was collected, did a great job. What interested me there, Ryan, is he has gained 15 pounds and gotten faster in the short time he's been at Kentucky. Uh-huh. So, and that that to me was noticeable. Also, he said he's playing multiple positions, slot, outside, and he's also in a return game. So I, I think DeKel Crowdis will factor in 2021. I do too. We'll see how he can pick up that, that deep college playbook as a freshman. That is so hard to learn yeah. at any position but receiver because in college receivers have to, have to, have to know coverages, fronts, be able to pick up blitzes a whole lot more than you're asking high school. So – uh, I, I, I think uh, I think he's trending in the right direction, and I think he's going to complete for playing time. I do too. I think he's going to be on the field in the rotation. And like I said, if, yeah. if Epps not doing the job, they may go to him early, yeah. especially because he gives you that deep downfield threat. He's so yeah. fast. Yeah, because the time is now. I mean, just think about it. Kentucky, Lee and Cohen wants to show this offense off because the fan base is chomping at the bit That's to right. see it. Yeah. So you're going to see it. I don't know how, how much, how deep we're going to get in the playbook against Louisiana Monroe. Uh, because I do again. They don't want to tip I, their hand I, I for think Missouri. He's going to beat them next pretty week. bad. Yeah, but Missouri, the Missouri game, the whole season hinges on the Missouri game, in my opinion. And, and I am extremely, extremely high on Connor Basilak, the Missouri quarterback, and Eli Drinkwitz, the coach. I think he's yeah. a fantastic football coach. Well, you mentioned Dakell getting big. His mom Shonda says, "Well, since he moved in on campus, we've not seen him." I think he's either at football or in the weight room yeah, working absolutely. out. So, yeah. Mama's well, not happy not being able to see him, but well, football fans are going to be happy. Think, think, another thing I liked about that DeKell interview is he credited uh, Corey Edmond and Mark Hill, the strength and conditioning staff, the director of performance, the head strength coach, and Mark Hill, and, and pushing him to get him the additional 15 pounds and maintaining and increasing that speed that's already there. So, uh, And then his comments about he, he just wants to be on the field for his teammates. He said all the right things, in my opinion. I think he's ready to play college football. Now, you wrote another article on the other local kid. I did, Jagger Burton. committed to Kentucky, playing Kentucky, Jagger Burton. Yeah. What was your big takeaway after talking to Jagger? He's gained 25-plus pounds since he's been on campus. He got up. He was at 270 when he left Douglas. He was at 308 uh, in camp. He's lost about five pounds, <laughs> okay. he said. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Jagger's a pro. I mean, that, yeah. that's all you can say about it. He's a future pro. Uh, he, he, uh, the, he was running with the twos uh, behind that offensive line uh, and on, on the second team along with other true freshmen, David Wallabaugh. So those two have surpassed a lot of players that's been on campus for a long time already. And that's something that jumped out at me. But offensive line-wise, Eli Cox, a three-star player from West Jessamine, Eli Cox uh, epitomizes, defines the of the big blue wall, in my opinion, because he came in not celebrated. He's worked. He's worked hard. He's developed. He's listened to the – he's taken coaching. And now he's a starting guard on arguably the best offensive line in the SEC. So uh, I, was, I was pleased to see Eli Cox's progression as well. But Jagger has an extremely bright future – Already over 300 pounds. He's going to play this fall. Yeah, he'll be in the rotation yes, on the field. Will. So, you yeah. mentioned Oxendine, a freshman, yeah. being in the rotation at defensive line. Yeah. Jagger, as a freshman, being in the rotation as an offensive lineman. Yeah. Both units very skilled. That just tells you how good these two guys are. Yeah, absolutely. And then, then you look defensively, uh, the strength of this Kentucky defense, in my opinion, is the safety nickel positions. 
you have senior veteran leadership with Yusuf Corker, a future pro All-SEC player. Devontae Robinson returns, I yes. think I think has a chance to play on Sundays. Ty Asian is there. So that's your starting safety nickel group. That's as good as you're going to get in the SEC. And, and I think that that – everybody wants to talk quarterbacks. Well, those quarterbacks are having to throw against – a really good, really good, really good group, and then Carrington Valentine is a rising star at corner. Cedric Dort's a veteran at the other corner. I thought the secondary looked good Saturday. Yeah, uh, a lot of people even think, like you said, you thought their strongest group may be offensive line and running back. Yeah, some people may argue. Well, don't forget the defensive back core. Well, yeah, and it's in, in specific the safety nickel group. Yes, yeah. So I definitely the three best groups on the team: safety nickel, offensive line, running back. Okay, offensive line. They got the pick best in the SEC by yeah. Cole Kublik, yeah, absolutely. which we hope to have on here in about 45 minutes yeah. if he doesn't big time us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yet they have a new player at each spot, don't they? Well, well, Dar- uh, Darren Kennard, All-American right tackle, now playing left. Goes to left. Left guard is Kenneth Horsey. He played there last year. They start? Yes. Okay, Luke so there's Porter, one. an all-SEC guard now playing center. Playing center. Another one. New. Eli Cox. New. Starting guard. Jeremy Flax. New. Yeah. And then, uh, Darren Rosenthal. New. Yeah. Jagger Burton. New. David Wallabaugh. New. Yeah. A lot of new in there. But yeah. it's crazy to think they're that talented, one of the best in the country, best well, in the SEC, and there's really outside of Horsey, there's a new person in each spot. I, I would be hard-pressed to find a tackle trio as good in the conference as Kennard, Flax, and Rosenthal. Uh, Rosenthal's projected first-rounders second team right now. He's not beating out Flax yet. I don't know if he will. Kentucky's got to find a way to get him on the field because he's too good not to be out there. Yeah. Uh, what, how do you think the transition of Fortner to center is going to work? I think it's adds zeros to his paycheck in the future. Really? Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, he was – again, he's all ACC guard last year. He would have been this year. You move him to center, that gives position versatility on the inside. Now when you go into the draft, you can play right guard, center, left guard. True. There's a lot of positions True. that you can play. Where Drake Jackson was just a center, that limited him. Luke Fortner knows how to, has played and it played an all SEC level at guard. Now he's getting ready to play center. Plus, with Fortner's move to center, opens up a starting spot and a rotational spot for Eli Cox and Jagger Burton. Yeah. Now, since you mentioned Drake, we got to mention got just to released by the Lions. Yeah, but I mean, this is the business of the NFL. I think after all the cuts and all that, I think he could go back, possibly there or somewhere on a practice squad. Drake Jackson's not out of the NFL. But that's just how this works. Yeah. They, they, they recycle. They got to trim the roster. They move around. Yeah. And if they don't, he's not claimed. Yeah. Detroit will bring him back probably yeah, on a, practice, squad. practice squad. Because they love him up there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he'll land somewhere. Uh, so, it, it, he'll be okay. Your other favorite center, John Toth, yeah. actually got a, on with the Washington football team. Yeah, absolutely. Joining Jamin Davis, who's their starting Mike linebacker. Their depth chart just came out. Jamin starting, starting and, and has a very good chance to be ro- defensive rookie of the year in the NFL. A lot of people are saying that. But, yeah, that's that's good for John. I, I thought he would have made a roster some, by this time. Yeah, he's – well, again – He's like, been on practice squads. He's bounced around from practice squads, signed contracts here, there, free agency here, there. Yeah. So, he's he's been in the league for a long time. But, yeah. All right, we're going to take our break, come back. We've got two callers we want to get to. You can jump on board as well, 859-280-2287. Freddie's talking football here with us. We'll be right back on Big Blue Insider. This is the home of the Wildcats, 630 WLAP. Oh, she's a- 
Yeah, is. this is the one that jump-started Bon Jovi right yeah. here. They started out leading off for the Scorpions. This is like 84-85 when it came out. Full mullet. And they would, go, like, open up for the Scorpions, or I saw them open up for 38 Special. Yeah. Everybody would go watch Bon Jovi, and then a lot of them would leave. Yeah. That's why they come to see them. Yeah. Because of this. Good, good choice right there, Billy. All right, Ryan, Freddie, and Billy, Big Blue Insider, 859-280-2287. Got a couple guys on the line we want to get to. Who we got, Billy? Tony. Tony. Go ahead, Tony. Hey, Ryan, Freddie, good to talk to you fellas this evening. Thanks, Thanks for Tony. calling in, Tony. Hey, uh, I got a couple questions. and a shout, Can I give a shout-out to my buddy Fromine? Hey, you go <laughs> right ahead. Fromine? Is that his name, Fromine? Yeah. What yeah, up, Fromine? Yeah. Tater. He's from Dayton, Kentucky. Oh, yeah, Tater. That's a good name. That's a good country name right there, Tater. You know he's a good dude, Freddie, if his yeah, name's Tater. absolutely. All right, hey, what do you got, Tony? Freddie, I could li listen to you talk football all day, man. I mean, I think you're well, one of the you. best. But, I do, too. Uh, thank you. If you could comment about the quarterback and Freddie, yeah. I went – I went to, I'm from up here at northern Kentucky. And did you play with Jeff Brady? Yeah, heck yeah, I did. Yes, okay, yeah, I mean, could, yeah. Talk a little bit about him and what kind of yeah player absolutely. he was down there. I know he was a thumper. I played nine hole baseball with him up here in Alexander. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, yeah, you could just uh, talk about him for a minute and a little bit about the quarterback. And I am looking forward to this football season. All right. Hey, thanks thank for taking you, Tony. my call. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank, Jeff thank Brady you, was a walk on from Newport Central Catholic. Yeah, and worked his butt off and busted his tail, developed into a starting linebacker for Kentucky and uh -huh. Claiborne area, which if you started at linebacker with those guys, you were doing something. That's true. Yeah, because, I mean, every one of them played pro. Uh -huh. So, Jeff walked on, ended up being a team captain and, and, and was a starter for his last two or three years at Kentucky. Uh, plays 10 years in the NFL. Started yeah. in the NFL for the Vikings, Vikings I know, for a while. Uh, uh, Panthers, I mean, everywhere. Played for multiple teams, but Jeff would Jeff was a tremendous athlete, uh, but he was extremely physical and could cover against the pass, and then he was really effective as a blitzer. Great football player. You know, when we talk about the, the tradition of the Kentucky linebackers, obviously we just go back to how far back do we go. Right. You know, Avery Williamson – uh, uh, you know, with the, the linebackers, the, the recent guys, you know, Wesley Woodyard. Wesley Woodyard. Yeah. Well, well, Christian Alt had 482 tackles at Kentucky. Did you know that Christian Alt is the, I think, if I'm not mistaken, ranked fifth in the history of the SEC as far as total tackles? I, I didn't know that. I know he was Kentucky's leader. Yeah. You know who else is in the top 10? Marty Moore. Jeff Kramer from uh, uh, Fort Thomas Highlands, who played at Kentucky. Marty Moore is 10th. So three Kentucky linebackers are in the top ten of the SEC all-time tacklers. And all three from Northern Kentucky. Yes, but Jeff Brady was an absolute stud. What's he doing now, do you know? I don't know. I don't I either. To Jeff I've forever. lost track of yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What else, quarterback? Quarterback. Okay, look, we've waited 50 minutes yeah. to even talk about the quarterback. That's yeah. pretty good. Uh, well, the, the word about uh, Will Levis's arm is, is documented and it's confirmed. Uh -huh. he does, it looks different when he throws the football. It comes out of his hand different. Uh, there's more velocity uh, than the other two, and, and he looks the part. But you got to realize he didn't get the benefit of a spring practice, so he's learning. You know, he's learning this True. whole offense and process. Uh, Bo Allen was was I thought Bo was really good in, in the open practice, uh -huh. especially in the intermediate throws. Hit a vertical shot, and then Joey Gatewood was running with the ones. So it's an open competition. We'll see how it turns out, but. 
you know, as far as ranking how they they played on Saturday, I'd say Levis and Allen was right there. Then, then, then Gatewood was a little bit behind. But if you go to practice today, Gatewood will be first. Levis will be second. Allen will be third. You go the next day, Allen will be first. <laughs> you know, it's just it's going to do that until a starter just jumps out and takes control of this football team. Well, I've I've said on KSR, I feel like. Kentucky can win with any of the three. I would agree with that. With a lot of times our quarterback room, you can't say that. I would agree with that. But now you can win with three guys. I, I agree, and I think Kentucky's in much better shape now as far as a quarterback position group because you have Lee and Cohen coming over from the NFL to work with those guys. True. And then Josh Essis Wall is a, is a quality control coach, does a fantastic job with quarterbacks at Kentucky. So those two working within a quarterback-friendly system. There are completions in this offense. The route tree is not as cl- won't be as cluttered and as confusing as it appeared uh, uh, in the in the old offense. So there's going to be completions there. So whoever wins the starting quarterback role is going to look much better than any quarterback that, that we've seen under in the Stoops era due to this the system of getting players matched up one on one in space and getting completions. Schematically. Billy, so we got another call. Let's try to get it on real quick before we get out of here. Yeah, we got a few now, but we'll go with Kyle. Kyle, go ahead, Kyle. What's up, Ryan Lemon? Hello, it's our our friend Kyle down in Tennessee. Yes, sir. So listening to Freddie talk about football is uh, is painful, and here's why. I get so jacked up that I can't run through this wall in front of me, and it hurts. Um, (laughs) September 4th cannot come soon enough, and and anyone who thinks they know football, I think, has to question themselves if they're listening to Freddie spend just one segment on it. It's it's amazing. You do a great job, man. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, the wall I'm looking at is the window, and if I busted through that, I would be in Ryan Limit's pool <laughs> one deck down. Take so, a shot. No, go for it. No way. But but thank you, Kyle. And I am also looking forward to September the 4th. Uh, yeah. Again, how deep is Kentucky going to get in that playbook? Yeah. I mean, because the game, the season is Missouri. The, the big week. game next week. Yeah. So. T- Kyle's coming up for the Missouri game, right? Yes, sir. I'll be there. That's a good one to come yeah, to because yeah. – Thanks. Appreciate it, Kyle. Those two, the win, listen here. If, if Missouri beats Kentucky, Missouri's going to start the season 6-0. and That's the way their schedule's laid the out. their schedule's laid out until they face Texas A&M. If, Kentucky beats, if Missouri beats Kentucky, they're going to start 6-0. and Well, if Kentucky wins, they'll be 4-0. If Kentucky beats Missouri, they're going to go 4-0 with a with with tough Florida, track. LSU back-to-back. So, if you start the season hot – if you have a hot September, go 4-0, then October's are going to matter – against LSU, Florida, and at Georgia, and then at Mississippi State. Can't forget about that one. Which is why we're talking to SEC. Billy, what did you say? You said about the Missouri COVID rate. We were talking about Lane Kiffin and got the team 100%. It was the state of Mississippi has the lowest vaccination rate in the country at about 41%. So the fact that Lane was able to get his football team to 100% before any NFL team as well, I think wow. is, uh, deserves some praise. Health advocate. Yeah. Yeah, health advocate. Lane KSR Kiffin. team was early in, to get hit 100%, weren't we? Yeah, we were very early. Very the KSR early. team, yeah. we went for it. Yeah. Uh, Thanks to Maria. Rest in peace, Bobby Bowden. Oh, man. 91 yeah. years old. Talking about pressure, Tommy Bowden, Bobby Bowden's son, uh-huh. was my offensive coordinator year one under Bill Curry. <laughs> really? So, Bobby visits UK, visits his son. Who's a, this is his first coordinator job. Yeah. He came from Alabama. So I'm I, I am running with the ones, running the Bowden system, and I can't imagine what Bobby Bowden. And Bobby saying. Bowden sitting there looking. That number eighteen looks like he got some talent. That's a football no, player. I, I can't imagine watching me and he'd be like, 
man, I, I'm so glad I've got what I've got in, Tusc- in, in Tallahassee and I don't have to put up with this quarterback, you know. You're talking about pressure. That was pressure. That would be pressure yeah. trying to run with the ones with Bobby, Bobby Bowden there yeah. on the sideline yeah, watching absolutely. you. absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure. Well, he was an amazing great man, coach. Great, great man. man. You won't Tommy fight. is a friend of mine and, and prayers to that family. Yeah. Fantastic family. And, and, and Coach Bowden, Bobby Bowden was a great man. And we, we said this on KSR. Highly respected by players, oh, man. coaches, media, yeah. as a person, yeah. just as good as you're going to find in the football world. Yeah, changed the game. Jan- he did change he, the he game. He had a run. I, I can't remember the years, but I don't think that was – you know, that's going to be hard to – Well, like the late 80s, they could have won three national championships yeah. except they missed two field goals. Yeah, we've not – yeah, I mean, it's it's unprecedented. Yeah. yeah, rest in peace, great guy. All right, we're about to wrap it up here on this first hour. Coming up in hour number two, uh, Billy's got some sound bites from some of the players from – fan day we're going to hear from them we've been talking about them all right let's hear what they have to say yeah going into the season and then is cole kublik going to make an appearance at no, 7 30 no, you don't think no. you think his kids are going to keep you from making an appearance uh, that's going to be an excuse if yeah. cole kublik doesn't yeah. make it to talk Cole's football friend, about uk yeah, he's, he's we'll have amanda lemon talk about football that's uk's better. football i would prefer that yeah yeah all right my dog is in freddie's lap we'll take our break come back a little more bon jovi for you here yeah on big blue insider With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.